Support for the MPTE Clinical Files comes from the PT Hustle. Have you failed the MPTE more than once and are you a bad test taker? The PT Hustle is the leading NPTE preparation company that specializes in one-on-one -on -one coaching for physical therapists who have failed the MPTE. The PT Hustle focuses on helping students figure out why they are failing and then work with each student one-on-one, -on -one, week by week, to achieve a passing score fast. So forget about the constant frustration of not being able to get over a 600. Sign up for your first evaluation today to finally figure out why you are not passing. Sign up at www.thepthustle.com. Again, that is www.thepthustle.com. The PT Hustle. Identify. Execute. Dominate. The MPTE Clinical Files is intended to be used as a learning resource for unlicensed physical therapists preparing for the National Physical Therapy Examination. The MPTE Clinical Files is intended literally for entertainment and educational purposes only. No clinical decision-making should be based on only one source. Therefore, this podcast should not be used as the sole source of personal, clinical, legal, or medical advice. While care has been taken to ensure the accuracy of all answers and rationales, on a rare occasion, mistakes and factual errors can be present, as we are only human. From the creator of the PT Hustle, this is MPTE Clinical Files, one mock MPTE-based question told and solved week by week. Thank you for tuning in to the NPTE Clinical Files. My name is Kyle Rice, the MPTE Prep Coach, the founder of the PT Hustle, and the creator of the MPTE Prep Success Course 2.0. If you haven't already got into the Smart MPTE Prep Group on Facebook, you need to do so today. Each and every week, we go through tips, tricks, and strategies in order to boost your MPT score and to improve your overall MPT preparation. So join the free Facebook group called Smart MPTE Prep today, and I will get you in. Before we start, I just want to give out a congratulations to all of those who took the April 25th MPTE. Super proud of you. Can't wait to hear your amazing results next week. All right, so let's jump into this case. Our patient's name is Isabel, and she has a history of cerebral palsy and has been seen in physical therapy for motor development. The patient has a chronological age of three, but a developmental age of eight months. Which of the following motor functions is the patient the least likely to be able to perform? We have A, roll supine to prone. B, independent sitting. C, begin self-feeding, and D, trunk rotation in sitting. Now, this is a pretty straightforward case. Usually, we have a longer one with a bit more information in it. But make no mistake that pediatric milestones and, and understanding this process is still not easy. You still have to have a very good understanding of how developmental milestones work and how development works and how to intervene. Now, our patient here has cerebral palsy, and if you're not familiar with cerebral palsy, you definitely need to check it out and learn all about it because it's a condition that we see in physical therapy quite a bit in peds. And so cerebral palsy refers to a group of neurological disorders that typically appears in early childhood or in infancy that permanently affect body movement and muscle coordination, all right? And this is typically due to some damage that's, uh, that occurs in the developing brain that may be before birth, during, or after birth, all right? And so we see that our patient has cerebral palsy. 
Um, coming to physical therapy for motor development, which is very, very common. Uh, we also see that the patient has a chronological age of three. Now, a chronological age is just the number of years that the patient has lived. And there are some other terms, chronological age, gestational age, developmental age, that you need to be aware of as well in order to make sound decisions and understand the process for how to treat a patient you know, with these types of conditions, all right? And so that's chronological age, the number of years the patient has lived. Um, we also have developmental age in this question where it says the developmental age is eight months. Now, their developmental age is the age at which they function emotionally, physically, cognitively, and socially, all right? This is a term that we come across quite often because this is going to really define what type of activities what type of motor function they are able to perform right now at that particular age, all right? And those are linked to, typically, to your developmental milestones. You know, that ability to walk independently at one years of age and, and so forth. And so we see that our patient has a chronological age of three, a developmental age of eight months. The question stem says, which of the following motor functions is the patient the least likely to be able to perform? All right, we're looking for what this child should not be able to perform right now, all right? And so our first answer, A, says roll supine to prone. Now, roll supine to prone, you must understand that that's around that six-month period. You may say, well, how the heck did you get that? Well, developmental milestones is an area that you must become very familiar with, and you have access to these developmental milestones in let's say your therapy ed review text or your uh, score builders review text, but you also have this in your pediatric textbook for physical therapists, all right? And so roll supine to prone is about that six month period that you would see that. Now, our child here is at a developmental age of eight months. That means that she should be able to perform rolls supine to prone, all right? And so A is not the right answer. We have B independent sitting. Independent sitting needs to be one of the most important developmental milestones that you remember. Independent sitting happens also at six months of age. And so we see here A and B are out because our patient should be able to perform both of those. C begins self-feeding. Now, this one can be a little tricky if you're not familiar with developmental milestones because we don't really know where this one can fall. It can actually fall in, in a in a certain range, anywhere from 10 to 15 months. But when we look at it in the frame of our question, it says that our patient has a developmental age of eight months. Because self-feeding begins 10 to 15 months, our child here is not expected to be able to do that right now. And so C is a very likely answer, but we need to look at D. Lastly, D, trunk rotation and sitting. All right, so you may say, okay, well, when, when does that happen? I've never seen that before. Maybe you have. Here's the deal. The reason why I said independent sitting was so important to understand is because it gives you like a frame, a starting point to determine where other milestones might be. So what do I mean by that? Okay, independent sitting happens at six months, right? Trunk rotation and sitting, if you think about it, the person must be able to maintain their their center of mass, they must be able to maintain their balance and their stability while sitting, right? So they have to be able to do the independent sitting before they can do trunk rotation and sitting. So we know that trunk rotation and sitting has to be at six months at least, if not beyond. 
And because it is a more advanced skill than just sitting independently, we know that this is going to be more into possibly the seventh month or beyond. And that's exactly what this is. Trunk rotation and sitting is found in the seventh month. All right. And so since our child is a developmental age of eight months, we would expect them to be able to perform trunk rotation in sitting. A, B, and D are out, leaving us with the answer C, begins self-feeding, which happens anywhere from 10 to 15 months. All right. So if you got that question right, congratulations. Uh, if you didn't get that question right, just remember that you have access to your developmental milestones in your pediatric uh, textbook for physical therapists. Um, you also have access to this in your review guides as well, those developmental charts. I really recommend that you take the time to not only look at the developmental milestones, not just memorize them, but put them into an actual clinical situation. Make up your own patient. Make up your own situation where you're filling in the gaps of what the patient should be able to do. Remember, you shouldn't start with abnormal findings and looking for what's abnormal. You have to understand what a healthy child will be able to do as they move through these developmental stages, all right? And so continue to challenge yourself, continue to take yourself to the next level. As always, you wanna ask yourself, what if this child was a developmental age of three months? What would they or would not they be able to do? What if the child was three, actually three? You know, and that was their developmental age. What type of activities would we be expecting them to perform? You need to understand this information and understand it in its entirety. That way you can be ready for any curveball that comes up on the MPTE. All right, until next time, have a go. Thank you for tuning in to the MPTE Clinical Files. Support for the MPTE Clinical Files is provided by the PT Hustle. Have you failed the MPTE? What are you going to do differently this time to get a different result? You should try one-on-one -on -one coaching in order to get you the direction and structure that you need to be successful. Stop guessing whether you're going to pass on your next attempt. Sign up for an in-depth MPTE evaluation today to figure out the quickest way to passing the boards. Sign up at theptehustle.com forward slash services. Again, that is theptehustle.com forward slash services.